from playing 18 to a full 60. Early leads to buzzer beaters. It all starts by getting on the board. Welcome inside episode 40 of On the Board Podcast. I'm Colby McKee. Across from me, Lance Dull. Hello. Hey, good evening to you. How are you? Doing pretty good. Across from him, Corey Bukoskis. Hey. Tip of the hat to you. That was a good, good little like touch it. there. Uh, the gang's back together. As you can see, we got the three cameras. We back. Going on YouTube. We back, old. baby. Uh, the, the, uh, the sparkling ice. It's really old. Okay. Yeah. Smell it. I don't want No, it. Corey likes some it. Of mine. <laughs> Mine's <laughs> actually. You get to share. Like, does mine not smell old? <laughs> <laughs> like, it smells old. Yeah, picture yourself as a tennis player smelling like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got lots to talk about tonight. Uh, let's start as always with Mine doesn't even have tiger. carbonation. <laughs> it's two years old. Like, yours is carbonated. Mine yeah. doesn't have any. No, mine is to date. Okay, well, it's a nice beverage for you. It is refreshing. Yeah, right. he brings us our beverages Thank every you, I try. Every podcast. We ran out of the icy mountain water, so now we're on to sparkling ice. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Messinat Tigers wise, they had a, themselves a pretty great weekend. Took a full <laughs> What was that face? Got a little, little spray <laughs> coming out of the bottle. Did it sneak up on you? Yeah. Um, anyway. Four points we're trying to get to. Uh, yes. Four out yep. of four against the Regina Pats on Friday and Saturday. Let's start with Friday. 8-2 victory. And uh, kind of the name of the game in that one. Cole Sillinger back in the lineup. And he uh, kicks it right off with three points back from injury. Yeah. That's yeah, nice. It, yeah. It was great to see him back. Um I was interested to see how that second line would form because they've been doing some juggling of the lines um, ever since he uh, he was gone and uh, him and Svekovsky and uh, Shazowski. That was yeah. the first look for them and uh, they did quite well against a weaker opponent, but I don't know. What are nice your thoughts, that, Lance? No, yeah. nice to see him back in, yeah. in his home city as well. Like That's, Warren yeah. Regine, obviously, nice little outing for him. I didn't do prep, so okay. I'm looking something up at the Are moment. you okay? Well, we'll get back to that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, you and me is the first star of the of the game as well. Nice to have Mad start both Friday and Saturday. We talked about it with Lance last week. We were wondering how the starts were gonna fare out for Mads and Garen, and uh, having Joe on uh, earlier this week, Joe Frazier. He talked about how Garen has played himself into more starts, but down the stretch, you're gonna go with. Presumably your number one guy, and that is Mads, and he got both starts this weekend, and he fared very well in both of them. Yeah, it's not a normal weekend because if you look ahead, there's Swift Current on Tuesday. I know we'll get to that Swift Current on Tuesday, then there's a full another weekend of games. So it's not like it's we have a full week of of rest, then a Friday, Saturday, then another full week of rest. Like, you know, giving him the two starts, Garen's probably going to start on Tuesday, if I had to guess. That's a good point. um, so yeah, I mean it's not like you're you're saving Mads. Like he's eventually going to get in, um, you know, play him back to back, get that confidence up. And like you said, against a weaker opponent, that's yeah. not anything to to shy against. He had 18 saves in both the games on Friday and Saturday. So nice little pick me up for him. After uh, I mean he's been playing well as of late, but the confidence has got to only be growing from there. Um, Friday also, while Lance continues to search for his stats, <laughs> um, Kemp had a four goal night. It seems like. How many games have we had this year that guys have scored four? There's been a couple, which is pretty damn cool. Yeah, Hamlin got one away back. Yeah. yeah. Um, he so had a power play hat trick. Did he really? Three goals on the power play. Wow. Yep. Kemp? Yeah, Kemp did. Yeah. But yeah. that that's what I was looking at. I was just... Okay. Because we were always worried about that second line with Shazowski, Sillinger, and when Kemp was on it, that they were doing like so much damage on the power play, but like five on five, they weren't doing a ton. 
but this kind of like looking through the game, like Cylinder scored at even strength, Svikovsky scored at even strength, um, and that was two of Cylinder's three points. I, I was just curious what the breakdown was for that line power play, like five on five wise, because for a while there it was like it was Hamlin's line that was really driving for a while, and then yeah. Lochner's not line was driving for a while five on five, but. That second line wasn't doing a bunch uh, at even strength, but um, yeah, this four goals for Kemp. I'm surprised he wasn't first star, but okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> score four, me, not good enough. Don't get me started. Yeah, it's interesting. I hate, I hate three stars now. Yep. I've officially made up my mind. I hate the whole idea of it. Yeah. Yep, it's like, terrible. What, why is my first question. Who came up with it? Okay. I'm guessing it was probably the NHL saw... Uh, some some local minor tournaments giving out best player awards and they're like, hey, we got an idea for that. We could do that. We could yeah. sell that. Yeah. But like, who? What is? Oh, I don't want to get into it. Like, what's the criteria? Like, you cannot yeah. watch the game. What's the definition? You can literally just look at the at the box score and the score sheet, and that's how your three stars are ever determined. Yeah. It's not by like who made the most impact on the game. Yeah. Like you can have two goals and really not be an impact. Like outside of just being in the like say a puck bounces off your face and goes in. And <laughs> yeah. then, like, another one, you score a goal, sure, but if it's, like, a lopsided game and you get two goals, does it really matter? Like, yeah, and then the flip side is that if you look too much into the stat sheet, you don't, like, you, yeah, you're just not seeing what is actually going on. Like, Cylinder had a great game on Friday, but mm-hmm. you can't not give four goals the first star. Like, you shouldn't. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah that's, that's anyway, wild Anyway, I don't me. know. I don't even want to get started. I just don't understand no. the whole premise. I no. mean, I didn't... There was a time where I got worried about the three stars on Saturday too. I was I was quite confused with what was going to happen. Well, that's another thing. Like, you, I don't. Yeah, don't want to bash McCracken because his his picks are pretty well on point most of the time. But you know, like Busky, it, it's easy to give him a star because you know he made he a lot of saves. His team but, out. Yeah, but he was the losing goaltender, and you know he didn't play well enough to get the win. So right, does that deserve you a first star? Definitely maybe know. a star, but I don't know. I don't want to get into it. He could probably switch <laughs> the goalies around too, right? You could have yeah. had Mads higher. Like, who knows? But On that game, uh, on the Saturday's three stars, I was fine with that because, like, it was 2 nothing. Yeah. It wasn't really, like, it wasn't exactly. one-sided or anyone. Like, no one on the Tigers really carried the play. Yeah. No, like, I didn't it was, have a, it was a full team effort, which is good. But, I mean, like, Busky could, saved it from being 9 nothing, 8 nothing again. Yeah. Like, Busky was good. Yeah. He was really good. And yeah. kind of goes back to, like, in 2003 when J.S. Giger won the uh, the Conn Smythe exactly. for a, a losing Stanley Cup team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how how valuable are you to a point where you can carry your team, you know, to a championship, even yeah. a game victory, yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. Well, Adam was say, Adam was kind of saying yesterday that it, it, I just think it's the equivalent of, like, a 50-save shutout going into overtime and you lose one nothing. Like, yeah. that way you're, like you've fully been the reason why your team is in it and then you just get a bad bounce or something like that. That's a J.S. Jaguar winning Conn yep. Smythe. But I don't know. Like I said, sat- like you said, Saturday wasn't that big of a problem for three stars. Friday was just a Friday little questionable. Weird. Also giving a Regina player third star in an <laughs> 8-2 game. <laughs> yeah. Come you on. lose 8-2, here's a star. Yeah. Dang it, yeah. We, we should just... There, there should just be know. players of the game. Like just make it like international. Double IHF. Yeah. Gets, like each Get team has player. a player of the game. Yeah. And then just each nominate team. Busky. Yeah. And, and just have like an impartial third party that picks a player from each side. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. But uh, just because there's also like a lot of times that 
like defensemen never get looked at, but they can have an incredible game. Mm-hmm. But say they don't get a point, and so they don't get a three star nod. But like, there's been a lot of times that, like guys like Parker Gavlis, they don't get on the score sheet much, but like they have incredible nights, and and lock down players. And well, when you look at three stars at the end of the year. Parker Gavlis might have a couple, and that's about it. Yeah, and especially Saturday night. I mean, only 18 shots against for Mads. Why was it only 18? It's still a WHL team who yeah, has skilled right? players. The defense is keeping the puck away from 100%. the net, right? Like, There's ah. a lot that goes into it. But hey, four points. But we're not getting into it. We're not getting into no, it. No, we're <laughs> too far gone. I can't <laughs> believe we spent five minutes on three stars, but that's okay. Also, right. just a side note, that okay. was kind of weird. With 17 seconds left Saturday, and then Regina took a timeout. <laughs> yeah, 17 seconds left down 2 nothing. they're like yeah we better regroup here let's just we didn't get a shot in the whole second period but let's take a 30 oh, wow. here let's just try and sort this out the last also, 17 also that third goal that got called off oh my god yeah that was uh, not icing that was not was. icing <laughs> Hamlin it was like an icing play and the puck bounced behind the net Hamlin was like clearly there yeah and uh, yeah, we got the, the blue line who was passing <laughs> the Regina player <laughs> yeah. yeah he beat him by quite a ways oh my but, gosh. Uh, but yeah it was Sad, but in that case, four points. Four hey, points. That, it, the defense, though, like, like Corey's point, though, like we've been touching on that for months now. We yep. talked about it with Joe, like they are, they're fine tuning this team defense, and it's helping their goalies out a ton. Yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, it's hard uh, to it's evaluate. So under, it's so underrated. Yeah. Like, it's kind of just a like a st- string of events. Like, um, you know, the defense keeps the puck away from Mads and Mads can't really get into a groove. So when he gives up two goals on 18 shots, it's like, oh, well, that's not a great game. No. Well, it's like, well, it is. Like, he did enough for a win, but he didn't face a lot of shots, right? Like, no. it's, it's tough to evaluate those type of games for goalies. No, you, you're looking for that 35-plus save, one goal or no goal kind of stat line yeah. for a goalie. And if you don't, you know, have that team defense and then you get strung out to dry and it's just like, that's not what you want to play. Yeah. Not that kind of hockey going into three weeks from now. Yeah, but it was good for Mads to, you know, play well in back-to-back games and mm-hmm. look good for for whatever he faced on, on Saturday. But it, it, like I was going to say, it's just a, a tough game to evaluate because it's like, like Regina is just not there, right? And so it's... Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the tough thing with with a lot of these games. Like it's nice because the the schedule is admittedly soft for mm-hmm. for the majority on these last what is it nine games? We're down to nine, yeah. And Oof. so six at home and not a lot of tough tough games. I mean, you on have Lethbridge twice, you have uh, Calgary and Edmonton, and then the rest are uh, against teams not in playoff spots. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, three Swift and two Red Deer. Yeah, and so like playing spoilers. <laughs> yeah, true. But it's it's tough because. Like you're, it's good that they're going to be getting Lethbridge to end the season. Like that's always nice because it gets you into playing into the right way. Meaningful like it, hockey. It's, yeah. it's tough when you're back into the schedule. Yeah, you're facing teams that maybe aren't as as skilled this season, and you're picking up points. But you can get away with playing a little bit sloppy and still find ways to outscore and score Regina out of the rink like they did on Friday. So that. That's just the tough part is that you you want to play the right way in these last nine games because, I mean, it's shaping up that you're going to face Lethbridge. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a lot of Lethbridge down the stretch. I mean, the last two games and then playoffs. Arguably nine. We yeah, talked about Potentially, it potentially yeah. nine, right? So it's just a matter of playing playing the full 60 and playing the right way that how the coaches want to see them play that I guess matters the most more than more than anything right now. 
Two guys that I thought had a really good weekend, at least statistically. I uh, didn't get to catch any of the game on Saturday, but Savkowski scored in back uh, in both games, and Pluth from the back end had four assists. Um, that's very nice offensive production for both those guys. And just like you said, that making that second line uh, with with uh, Sillinger and Chazowski, fine tuning that for the next nine games, probably number one priority for the Tigers coaching staff, along with you know getting Kemp and, and Hamlin and Hopwell going on that first line as well. So. Very nice stuff there for the Tigers. Uh, like Corey mentioned, big week ahead for the Tigers. Tuesday, All home games this week, which is nice to get to have that home cooking. Uh, Tuesday against the Swift Current Broncos. Friday against the Hitmen of Calgary. And Saturday, big one against the Edmonton Oil Kings. The final game against Edmonton until a potential matchup in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We'll wait and see that one. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, And like you mentioned, with Lethbridge, we're only two points behind Lethbridge now. Four Lethbridge won today. They won oh, I'm sorry. They played a yeah. Sunday game. They yeah. beat uh, they beat Calgary. So oh, a little bit of good and a little bit of bad. A little bit. Of, yeah. Calgary gets mm. a little bit farther away, but, but yeah, we're a little bit further away. Dang. And but you've you weren't concerned about home ice anyway. Like you I personally, don't so. you don't think we, home ice matters in that first round if they're playing Lethbridge anyway. No, we beat Lethbridge in Lethbridge all three times this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Although there won't be a times. shootout four times though. No, three times. Sorry, we play them eight times, not ten. Um, yeah. Yeah, won't be a shootout, shootout to go to. Exactly. Right. That's a little sucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and like we talk about the whole the whole nine straight games against Leth- against Lethbridge possibly like nine meaningful games because I bet you those last two games of the regular season they could very well decide uh, home ice advantage. Yeah. So we got to be within well, striking distance. That's for yeah. sure because it's hard to sweep any whether it's the kickoff weekend or this last weekend of the year. We can. It's very tough. To, to sweep the Hurricanes. Yeah, so, yeah. to take both. Mm-hmm. Going to be very difficult. Um, anything else, Tiger-wise, gentlemen? Are we going to move on to the, the National Hockey League? You're the boss. I don't know. A- any WHL news and notes that we should know of, Corey? No, <laughs> we got some, we got some Cubs, though. Throwing a sprinkle in a little bit you of Cubs. You want sprinkle in Cubs? Might as well. Uh, yeah. What's the, the game we got, six, right? They we just talk- lost game five. Okay. They lost game five in overtime in Cochrane. Yeah. I think they're in the semis. Maybe it's the quarters. Yeah, round to I don't really remember. Round two. They beat Strathmore, right? Sure. In the round one. Okay. You you seem to know. Um, game six tomorrow, At which the, is Monday. Well, I guess tonight. Or depending when whenever you Yeah, we're releasing this. Monday, March, Monday. whatever it is, second. Get out there uh, to the Plex. <laughs> yeah, they sell liquor. That's neat. Um, but yeah, they're hosting Provincials in April too, so yeah, that'll be good. But uh, we'll touch on them more. Oh, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Well, I mean, it does. Okay. But it's like not not in the grand scheme of things because like they're gonna be in provincials. Mm. So like that's good. Mm-hmm. But like it was fun. I, I saw the game on Friday. Right, it was game four. That was fun. Yeah, you saying like really diehard fans down there yeah. really care for their Cubs, which yeah. is that's fantastic to see in in any you know arena. Yeah, it's cool. Hometown, whatever. It, it was actually a lot of fun to be there. Mm-hmm. Like it and, and playoffs are always good. Like for the Cubs, and they actually have a pretty good team this year. In comparison to the rest of the league, like their their team's pretty good, so yeah, and uh, fine tuning for the play for the provincials there. Provincials, yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting game six and see how that goes. Good luck to the Cubbies. A lot of fights, I'm sure. Head down to the Kimplex. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. fun entertainment down there. Yeah, so. it's it's family fun. Yeah, yeah, family fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Get your Cubby sweater. Um, on the National Hockey League side of things, big injury week. Unfortunately, for some of the stars, let's start with Steven Stamkos. Out six to eight weeks after core muscle surgery. 
Um, that's a, a little bit of a blow for the Lightning, although I'm I'm pretty safe to say they're in a playoff spot. I don't think they've clinched yet, but they are hot as a firecracker. They'll be fine, yeah. Well, right. they had just lost. Yeah, they broke four or five in a row until they oh. played Calgary. Okay. I think oh, they right. lost four yes. straight, that's and then, right. they, then they beat Calgary on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, I think they should tough it out. Hopefully he's back, I guess. Thankfully, eight. they traded their first for Barkley Goodrow in case something like this happened. <laughs> <laughs> now, now they're set. This is why they brought in the depth. That, that yeah. dude, though, apparently hops up all lines. Like, he jumps around. I yeah, didn't he plays really, everywhere. He's played, like, tw- 11 of the 12 forward positions for the Sharks last. I don't think they, I don't <laughs> think, like, Tampa has lines. I think it's just, just like, waves? what three guys do we want to put on the ice next? Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, Sorelli... <laughs> like, First like, three hands, get yeah, out of Right? Because, <laughs> like, Sorelli, like, is a third-line center, technically. But it's like, like, if he's playing with, like, Blake Coleman, mm-hmm. who's a great pickup. Yeah. And, like, sometimes he'll run out with Kucherov, and then you'll see just all kinds of mismatch. Like, if you ever watch a, a Lightning game, like, there's... I don't think there's lines. I think it's just... Who does John Cooper want to throw out next? That's pretty cool. It's something else. Yeah. Uh, they obviously are going for it for another year. Hopefully this doesn't turn into a Columbus yeah. situation, but Oof. we'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, Mark Stone for the Vegas Golden Knights. He is week to week with a lower body injury. That one came down, I believe, yesterday. Uh, they're hoping to have him back for the playoffs. Keyword is hope there. Um, don't really know too much to that extent. We'll wait and see on the Golden Knights situation. They're... I mean, that Pacific is jam-packed, as always. We've talked about it for weeks mm-hmm. now. Um, Flames are still in there. Vegas um, is pulling away, though. Yeah. Oilers. I think they won. Canucks are all in a, play, in a wild card spot. So yeah. Canucks had a rough one tonight. Ooh. Yeah, blew a f- oh, 3-1 Louis. lead in the third period. Gave up four goals. Lost 5-3 to Columbus. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, that's Louis. Louis Domingue. Louis Domingue. <laughs> Louis Domingue was good for two periods, and then he was like, wait a second, I'm Louis <laughs> Wait Domingue. a second, I catch with my <laughs> I catch with my right. Yeah, I, I catch with the wrong hand. And I'm not Yaroslav Askarov. I can't oh, stop with the Yaroslav Askarov. But, oh, uh, but yeah, so they lost. June. That gave, oh, uh, that, that was a nice little boost for, for Calgary and, and for Edmonton. I guess, like, even teams like Minnesota. Arizona. Yeah, they're, they're trash. They're, they're still hanging making, around. They're though. not making playoffs. No, no. All right. Oof. Arizona's not making playoffs. Minnesota might. You think so? Yeah, they're. I think somewhere in the neighborhood, like four or five points back, and they have a couple games in hand on everybody. Okay. So like they could be close. I just don't think they're good enough either. But no. But I mean, they've been winning lately, so Minnesota mm. could get could make make it more interesting. Yeah. Like the Jets are still kicking around too. And the Jets have hella bucks, so there's about yeah. five teams for two spots. If my more or less, yeah, yeah. If, if what I saw was correct earlier today, I mean the Preds are gonna start creating space because they're in a wild card and they have games in hand on most most other teams too. Okay, so like it'll dwindle it down to one wild card spot pretty quick because the Preds found life with UC Soros. Found a lot of life. Yeah, good for UC. He's supposed to be like the next guy, but yeah, he will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's that good still. Yeah, yeah. Still, well, like, not like. Well, like, I mean, he's like he's twenty-four. Like I know, but like he's if he was that good, he would have overtaken Rene by now. No, no, no. Well, like, he has. This is his first year. I mean, yeah, this doing is doing it. Yeah, but Rene is like Nashville's Carey Price. Like you don't just take him over overnight. Like you don't just come into the lineup and no. all of a sudden take over. Well, Yarrow Halak almost did. 
With who? Right. No. Yeah. No. In the well, playoffs, yeah. they're cheering for Yaro Halak. Yeah, because yeah. everyone loves a backup. <laughs> like, everybody loves a backup. Yeah. Unless uh, you're in Toronto. All right. Although now in Toronto, you might love a backup. Now they're fine now. Yeah. They won four or five. They love Jack. After the, they the love Freddie. Emergency might, backup goalie, David love Ayers, emergency backup, Which I'm yeah. really upset that Lance and I didn't get to David Ayers on Monday. That was a little unfortunate. Yeah. It was just... It was an amazing story, and everyone's covered it and whatever, but, like... That's yeah. something to get the victory. Something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. That's great team defense by Carolina. Yeah. That, oh my god. They shut that's the to hockey ever. Like that's Holy. incredible. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know how they did it. How How are you not shitting your pants after you let the first two goals in? Because how much worse can it get? <laughs> I guess you're just like, well, we're here now. <laughs> like, can't get yeah. much worse than this. Yeah, yeah. And I think even the Carolina players thought that too. Oh yeah. Not just David Ayers. It's like, well, I guess we got the loss now, so yeah. might as well go have some fun. It was and also it, funny, like when Ayers came on, like the first guy to greet him. Like, just think of the first player that you would assume would be on the ice for Carolina to greet the goalie, and you probably didn't pick Nino Niederreiter. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I, I just found that interesting. Like, Nino Niederreiter, like, would not have been my first, second, or third pick as a guy to like greet an emergency backup. Yeah, into the into the game. No, but there he was, and, and Nino Nino was selling out for team defense. Good for him, though. Yeah, I mean, Hurricanes are they're fairly certain in a playoff spot, are they not? Well, it depends. I think they... In a wild card. That Metro... Yesterday, they the lost Metro, to Montreal. Right? Okay. Yesterday, they were down 3-1, got it to overtime, and then lost. Mm-hmm. But they're close. I mean, they're, they're one of those teams, though, that, I mean, when they get their goaltending back, because they, they're running out some dude named Forsberg, and it wasn't Not Peter. Peter. <laughs> it wasn't Peter, so... <laughs> Anton? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Alex Nedelch. Yeah, that guy. He's been in the system forever, too. Yeah. He's, They've been waiting was, on him like UC Sorrow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, whoa. I don't know why you got to do UC Sorrow. I like mean, that. I just, I like the dude, and but he was, I mean, he made a good help for them when they were going for the Stanley Cup run a couple years back. Who, UC? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, <laughs> I, I just, I've never been a big fan of Rene, to be honest with you. But that's just me. It's fine. Everyone has their likes and dislikes. I guess, I guess so. That's uh, true. <laughs> just think, you, he you seems just like he's like he's not an unlikable guy. That's no, what I'm just just, trying to wrap my head around. Yeah. Like, it's not like he says anything or does anything. <laughs> it's just like it's so finished. How much I didn't? <laughs> I don't like Frank Gore either. <laughs> I don't know about that before. Right? Yeah. You know, just you just don't just like bugs people. me. Yeah. That's fair. But uh, anyway, there's always those people that you just don't fucking like for no yeah. reason. Yeah. No, like, never, never touched me personally. Like, like what? <laughs> Sorry? Sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Um, <laughs> like, as a, as a player, like, my guy would be, like, TJ Brody. Like, as a player. You're not a TJ Brody I just fan? don't like TJ Brody. Okay. Like, he could put up, like, 30 goals and, and win a Norris, and I would not like him. Or Rick Porcello. <laughs> I hate Rick Porcello. Why? That goes because, the most average player ever. Yeah, but he has a Cy Young. And that's oh, what pisses yeah. me off, yeah, okay. is that Rick Porcello has a Cy Young. Yeah, yeah. That was a beef on the show earlier. <laughs> I hate that he has a Cy Young. It's just not right. People like him, at his ability, should not have Cy Youngs. Is there any any dislike for you, Corey? God, what are we talking, hockey or baseball? Any sport. We've already oh, crossed over into three. Do you have huh. a basketball player you don't like? We can check everything off. Basketball? Oh, yeah, you um, probably wouldn't. <laughs> Guys who can't oh. shoot threes. Yeah, yeah, someone at the Y. <laughs> yeah. Pick up basketball on Thursdays. 
I'm trying to think. I just love every base, every 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 There's player. There's not every one player, player in any sport that you just don't like. For I'll no think reason. about. Yeah, it. we'll Let's get, get back to it. Um, I'm gonna think about Drysaddle. That Leon Drysaddle has hit 100 points for a second straight year. Is he now the uh, Hart Trophy favorite outside of his the teammate there, McDavid? Even though he's been injured for a little bit, Drysaddle's really improved his play, uh, carrying what used to be the second line was the first line while McDavid was injured with uh, Nugent Hopkins and. Kyler Yamamoto, um, just he's taking his play to a whole nother level. And points wise, the eye test probably goes to show that he's your MVP this year. Am it's I wrong? Tough. I don't know. Like, because here's the weird thing: that five games shouldn't define a season, mm-hmm. but the five games without McDavid, I feel like, is going to define Drysaddle's season. Because nobody really thought of him that way up until that point. I'll be honest. Well, everyone just said he had to do it. Like, Malkin always has to prove himself. Yeah. Every single time Crosby goes out of the lineup, Malkin has to, once again, establish to everybody that he's one of the best players in the world. But, like, to me, it's just, it sounds crazy that five games can can push someone over the edge that much. Because, like, for example, if we think about it in the sense that, okay, McDavid doesn't get hurt, and he doesn't miss those five games, are we still perceiving Dreisaitl in the same way? Maybe. But like not as heavily, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he he's still carrying that line with Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto. But I think without those five games that McDavid was out, our perception is different. So like that's why I think he's gonna win the heart. But it shouldn't just end up being those five games. No, it shouldn't right, be those five games. But in that's all the other games, the top. he's done enough to to put him in that conversation. Oh yeah. Minus those five games, right? Like. He's been in the conversation, and if those five games take him over the top, so be it. It's yeah. not like it's friggin' but I think Barclay those, Goudreau well, putting up five true. good games. That's true. Barclay Goudreau is having a great time in I Tampa, know. though. Yeah. Um, but, like, if those five games don't happen, then you're still chopping votes between Dreisaitl and McDavid. You are. Yeah. And so I think when those five games happen, now you're not chopping votes anymore. Yeah. Now it's Drysaddle picking them up. Because, all those, yeah, all those McDavid Like If votes. those five didn't happen, I would say McKinnon's got to be in yep. in conversation considering Rantanen hasn't been healthy for most of the season. kadri has been a huge piece to that team that's been out for a while now. And their goalie situation. I mean, yeah, they're Playing running Francouz out there. Yeah, Frankie, Frankie. signed a two-year deal just to be back. <laughs> Why up. not? Also catches right-handed. <laughs> Pavel Francouz, does he? Yeah. What a man. Just so right-handed. I think you hate right-handed goaltenders. That might be it. There you go. Anyone that catches with the right hand, you hate. No, I actually love him. Jonas Hiller was my favorite goalie for a long time. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Shut this thing down right now. <laughs> Jonas Hiller. Um, is there any... Uh, Please come and go. Any talk about oh. uh, John Carlson in the MVP vote? Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's got vertigo. He can't joke like that. Mm-hmm. I'll joke about other players who are not with us. Right I can. Now. Um, okay, sorry. I didn't even hear John me. Carlson for the What'd heart. You say? Nothing. He was vertigo. singing vertigo. Oh. Was that U two? That was a U two song. Heard it was written for Jonas. Um, <laughs> yeah, John Carlson's got to be in there. I would think he's been yeah. a runaway for the Norris since yeah. October thirty first. Yeah, it's hit. Him and Yossi were close for a bit. Yeah, now it's not close anymore. No, no. but like. Goalies aren't doing great in Washington. I know Holpe's not having the greatest season. Yeah. And uh, whoever, Samsonov's all I've, right. He's, he's Samsonov has played a yeah. ton of games this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's happening with Holpe? Because he's not signed, is he? No, I think he's going to Edmonton next year. That's Ooh. my call. Go back home. 
That's my hot take. Insider trading. He's from North. God, that could be a disaster. That would could be. be. I bet you the Like, Holby's turning into, like, Martin Jones. How do they get rid of... Okay, but he's one of cops, so... I know. He's can't know. How do you get rid of Koskinen? And that well, money? Can't, well, mean, Koskinen Smith, is still going to be the backup forever. <laughs> Mike Smith is going down, though, like... True, but that's only, old. like, a million bucks. He's gonna no, be, I know. It's going to be a big ticket, you guys. That would make what? sense, though. It I would mean, make sense. I know. Holby's numbers haven't can't earn him the contract that he would have gotten a couple years ago. What do you say? He's a no. six to seven, maybe? Give him eight years. Fuck. Yeah, I don't... Retire here. Yeah. yeah Get like, the monies down. I don't know what you're going to pay he's him. He's going to plan a home in St. Albert. Right. Like, outside <laughs> but, of, yes, he does have a cup, but, like, him and Martin Jones are in very similar spots. Yeah. That they're not playing well. And, like, Samsonov is... I no, mean, he's, he could, he's got the net, like... Is that Washington how you pronounce it? Samsonov, yeah. Oh, he doesn't want to we do Samsonov, apparently. Samson, I don't know. Samsonov. I don't know. Yeah, no, he wants Samsonov. Who was the Samsonov That's on Boston? Sergey. Sergey. Oh, I like me a good Sergey. Sergey Samsonov, underrated player. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what he was rated as because he was just fast and could shoot sometimes. Like on video games? Yeah, he yeah. was great for video he games. He was a mid-80s guy. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. love the fast guys in video games. It's Matthew true. Lombardi. Oh, yeah. Classic. 95 <laughs> speed. Classic. Andrew Cogliano. Yeah, yeah. He was he was That's, a cheat code. Yeah. Cogliano was a cheat or code. Or in NFL, there was a guy named Javid Best. Oh, yeah. For the Lions. Yeah. He had like 98 speed. Reggie Bush. Oof. And he was like a 63 running back, but all mm-hmm. of his speed basically gave him his rating. Yeah. And if he got the ball in open field, he was gone. Yeah. Reggie Bush <laughs> was another got, one. Th- Devin was, Hester. Devin Hester, for oh, sure, yeah. His speed was like 104. <laughs> yeah. He got a little boost. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, anyway, what are we talking about? We were talking about Holby. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, well, he's gone. He he's got to be gone. They paid back from They don't have the money to. Yeah. And, and they, they have, have Sam Yeah. Holby's not going to want to play less than 40 games. Yeah, they don't need another goalie. So he's going somewhere. Yeah. And they had... That's an interesting theory. Who did they have? Like they, oh, who's the, who was their backup last year? Who's uh, playing in the minors now? Uh, I don't know. Weird name. Grubauer? No, Grubauer's... Where is Grubauer? Grubauer's in Colorado. Yeah. He's hurt. For Pavel Francouz. Right-handed catching. <laughs> Right-handed catching Pavel. But yeah... Hey, you look that up. Okay. John Carlson's got to be in the talk for a heart. I don't think he's going to get it. No, I don't think so. But... Nice. But have, we get seen, like, have we seen a defenseman kind of do that lately? Mm, like what he's doing? Just crush not Probably not back to like no. Mike Green, yeah. former capital. Or like... Phoenix Copley. Phoenix Copley. Okay. He yeah, had some yeah, good numbers yeah. last year, but Samsonov um, pushed him to the minors. And he spelt his name wrong. He doesn't spell, spell it like Phoenix the city. No? It's like Phoenix. It's like... No, he spells it like P-H-E-O-N-O-X. Oh, the opposite. Not O-E. Oh, that's very minor detail. Yeah. But, like, his parents were stupid and grammatically incorrect. <laughs> and now he has to bear that for the rest yeah. of his life. You so he could back phonics? up. Phonix? Anyway. <laughs> Phonix. Phonix? Yeah. Anyway. Um, where were we? We're all over the map. No, it's Carlson. I mean. Yeah, we're, we're down Carlson. He'll probably get a couple votes. Yes. He won't win. He'll be top yeah. five. Right. I don't know who you could pick that's not going to beat Drysaddle, though. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe um, Pasternak or Bergeron. Oh, yeah, Pasternak. Or Marchand. Anybody from that line? Just pick the whole line. Yeah, <laughs> the whole but line. But I feel like that takes forward. away some some MVP ness when you have two players playing right beside you that are it does. right in that vote. Pasternak's so. going to be up there for sure with the way he's been scoring. And then you, you can bring that all the way back full circle to Big David and Drysaddle. Yeah, and how those five games made the difference. Yeah, in perception. Wow, it's crazy. That's pretty cool. Um, go Cubs. <laughs> go. 
Go Cubs, go. Bobby Ryan has a hat trick. That's cool. First home game. That was pretty cool to see. That Uh, was incredible. He was emotional on the bench for obvious reasons. Who were they playing that night? Vancouver? Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver's been, sounds like they've been in a rough spot this week. (laughs) Well, they're on the other end. Thatcher is not. That's true. Thatcher's not ready. Thatcher has not been dry sidling. No. He has not been carried. And then Louis Des Moines not doing well either. No. What an awful emergency pickup. Well, like, out of all the guys that you could have went, like, you probably could have signed somebody that isn't playing right now. Yeah. That would have been better Tim than... Tim Thomas? Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's actually a great, great option. Pull him from the woods? Better than Louis Domingue. I don't yeah. think Vancouver's going to go for Timmy Thomas, though. No. Too no, many, too many open point. wounds. That'd that's a good point. So. Um, yeah, it's good Close for Bobby Ryan there. Jake Muzzin for the Leafs out four weeks with a broken hand. They cannot keep defensemen upright right now. <laughs> yeah. That, that decor is hurt. True. I didn't want to run past Bobby Ryan, though. I just want to stop. Okay, like, that's I'm really sorry. cool. Yes. Like, to, like, take yourself out of that situation and, like, want to go get help. Yeah. And then, like, because that's not easy to do. You feel like you let everybody down. Like, not just your family, but your team, your coaches, the entire organization. And it's, like, it, it just puts into perspective, like, like, their people. As much as, like, for example, I hate TJ Brody. But, like, as a player. Like they're they're people at the end of the day, and so it's like, it's just it's cool to see a story like that. Like it sucks that Bobby Ryan's gonna have to go through that and like continue to yeah for for a long time. Like I mean, it's not something that just ends today or yesterday because he got back in the lineup. It's like that's that's shit that carries with you forever. But uh, it, it's just cool to kind of see how that perseverance comes back and then to to get back in the lineup and and put up three goals. For for a guy that I don't remember the last time he had a hat trick. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. Back to his Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, yeah. seriously, seriously. Um, no, he had a messed up childhood, yeah. and I don't know this for sure, but I'm guessing like he was probably labeled at a young age that he was going to be like one of the next best hockey players, right? Because yep. he was the second overall pick behind uh, Crosby. Crosby. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bet you all those emotions you're feeling as a young child you don't know how to express them you're pushing them down and now as an adult they're probably coming out especially with you got the big contract you're not performing um you're a former second overall pick like it probably just hit a breaking point so i'm glad that things didn't get too serious and you know we're not because that shit can end like horribly right yeah that I mean, can go you could very well self. very well not be here yep. very well not even be playing hockey anymore right like yeah you know, so i'm glad it sucks that you know, he had the childhood that he did, but well, and I believe I believe he was very close with his mother, and I believe she passed in recent years. I believe they, there was a kind of a story done on Sportsnet about it, and like you said, like that's on top of everything he was dealing with as a child. Like that's your support system, your lifeline is taken from you. You probably felt like didn't have anybody to turn to, didn't have a corner. You you turn to the booze, you turn to the the drugs. Mm-hmm. To kind of escape that, and yeah, it's terrible stuff. Um, no, it's a feel-good story. It's a good stop for it. Yeah. Stop down. Cool for that. story. Um, yeah, no, there's no easy way to transition out of that. Mean Muzzin busting hands. Um, <laughs> yeah, Maple Leafs. Like I said, they they can't keep uh, any defenseman upright. They're they're fighting, scratching, and clawing. They got a big win. Um, they beat the the Panthers this week, and they beat right. the Canucks. No, who did they beat on Saturday? Who did they beat yesterday? For their fourth win in five games. I can't remember off the top of my dome. Was it Canucks? Yeah, Marincin scored against Demko. That's what it was. Okay, so I was right. Um, yeah, so they're, yeah. I mean, they're doing the best they damn well can, and their goaltending's been solid, and Anderson doesn't have to play every game anymore. 
So that's going to be a positive for them if they can make the playoffs. And they're, they're currently in a spot right now facing the Lightning in the playoffs. Yeah, I saw a few a few games ago their defense was like one player away from their Calder Cup right. defenseman or defense core. Yeah. Ridiculous. They're that's like just... two injuries away from Casimir Kaskasuo playing defense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how that's how dire things are getting. He's yeah. on a cheap enough deal that they could just call him up. He's on a two-way, no waivers. Just call up Casimir and be like, okay, bud. <laughs> You're gonna have to play defense tonight. Put some, real, put some skates on. And yeah, ditch the pads. I mean, if D men can play forward, why can't we have goalies playing defense? Well, at what point do you put a forward back there? Like, yeah, what? Dylan Brado style. Yeah, he's got to be coming. Like, at what point is your? Who would be the? Who your, would be the first person to go down there? John Tavares? Uh, no, probably not. No mm. more. I don't even know God, where you would who, go. Do they, have that? do they have any defensive forwards? I don't really know like what a, their penalty kill unit looks like. A like a Kapanen? Kapanen, Freddy Gochi. Yeah, Gochi might be too slow, but yeah. Yeah, he's a 6'5". Yeah. But Kapanen's feisty and If he only plays quick. like his own end to the red line, yeah. like if he never plays offensive zone so that he doesn't have to get burned, like Freddy Gochi could probably fill in that role. Yeah, yeah. but like, so you, yeah. You're coming up to like your fifth and sixth defenseman in the minor leagues. Yeah. Are they really better at defense than putting than a major league forward? Oh, it's true. Gosh. Yeah. That's rough. Uh, and then one quick side note Chris Kreider breaks his foot after signing his seven year extension with the Rangers. And uh, the Blue Shirts are in the middle of a playoff push as well. They're what I have two points back of their wild card spot in the East. So. That's yeah. a big blow for Kreider, and uh, not to mention the the injuries with the the two players in the car crash last week. Not so having Shesterkin. Shesterkin is man. Did he come on House of Fire there? He was one of the reasons really why they good. made a push like that. He was fantastic. Um, and then uh, Pavel Buznevich. Buznevich. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been a, a really good depth forward for the Rangers as well. So I don't know how concerned they really are though. Like they traded Brady Shea. Like, th- you don't trade Shea if you think you're going to be making playoffs. No? No. They're okay with this development path and keeping Kreider you're not, you're along. S- you're and definitely not trading them to a team you're chasing. Panarin and... Yeah. Like, you're not trading Shea to a team you're chasing if you think that you actually have a chance at making playoffs. So I don't think they're, they're all that concerned anyway. Okay. I think those young teams, especially, like, what's what worth is making the playoffs if you're going to face the top team get bounced league, right yeah. like i guess so playoffs aren't that special if you're the eight seed team and you're really young right like so why would you i don't know I, I, what did they get for shade they got some first. return okay mm-hmm. that's not bad i don't know yeah they got a first they got one. some question marks over the next couple of years what mm-hmm. they're going to do with their goaltending situation like do you do you go with the legacy of of Lundqvist or do you go with the rookies of of georgiev and shistjorkin he's got one year left unfortunately that's what the issue is who Lundqvist. Lundqvist, yeah. So, so th- yeah, it's whether they say in the in the summer, thank you for everything you've done, Hendrick, but we're moving on. Because yeah. those two are the goalies of the future, no doubt about it. It's just how how can they play one more year with all three of them? Because they're not sending Shostorkin back to the A. They're going to risk losing him because he wants playing time. Gorgia is the interesting one. They, I mean, he was rumored to potentially go in this past deadline. Does he go in a summer trade? I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, I'm convinced. Why? Why would you keep him? Because, like, from a from every way you look at it, it's like it's just easier to keep Lundqvist and Shesterkin mm-hmm. and move Georgiev. 
But then in a year, you're looking for a backup. And well, yeah, and who isn't looking for a backup? Are you though, saying, right? like, so what? Because, I mean, Gorgia could be a starter for some team and they could be willing to pay that price? Is that what you're thinking? Well, you have to move somebody. And you're not moving Lundqvist. Mm-hmm. And you're not moving Shesterkin. So you have to move Georgiev. Yeah. Like, it's, there, there's no other math to it. He has to move. Yeah. There's no other reason. Like, they're not going to move Lundqvist on the last year of a deal. No, they m- if they get lucky well, they and Lundqvist say he wants to could, retire. Yeah, Lundqvist might. I mean, uh, they, I they've talked ready. about having open conversations. And if, if he's saying, hey, if this is it for me, like, I want to know about it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully the Rangers do him that jurisdiction. And, you know, like. Well, the Rangers aren't going to do anything wrong with, with Lundqvist. No, they're not. But I also no. don't see them trading Gorgiev just because Lundqvist is there. I do. 100%. I when you have a player they, like that on your team, you you do what he wants, essentially. And if he wants to stay there, then you make it happen. Yeah. You owe it to him over the course of how many years he's played for your franchise. Yeah, and they do have a track record. I mean, Ranta, Talbot, they've they've traded those mm-hmm. backups in past. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. But I guess Shostorkin's Shostorkin, different. He's the he's the next the next guy for them. Georgiev's been there for a while. Never really he's going to be bypassed him. Yeah. So maybe Georgiev wants to leave. He sees he's seen Lundqvist up top of him, and now that he's slowly start to pass him, Shostorkin's come out of nowhere. Right. He's like, a perennial two on that team. I feel like I mean Georgiev could find a starting job somewhere. Buffalo. Like, eventually, yeah. The wasteland that is Buffalo. I don't know. Dallas could be looking for a goalie in a after, couple of years. After Bishop. Yeah. I mean, eventually. I bet you it'll be a similar situation to Ranta and Talbot. Mm-hmm. Well, there's even more like that, the more than that right now. Like, Columbus could use one. I don't Columbus know, man. Elvis Murs Lickens. Yeah, Columbus just loves piling goaltenders together, though. Yeah. Columbus loves having options, and they would take him into tandem. I mean, 100%. What's happening with Calgary? Is Riddick really the answer over the next half a decade here no no right i mean i, I why don't know why wouldn't they next year talbot's gonna be too old go get georgiev have the old tandem again and see i wouldn't be it. surprised if they bring back talbot yeah uh, i mean I talbot's been er- talbot should not have 19 starts to this point in the season i know but he's so old isn't he or i guess he's not really. early 30s no he's younger know. than smith yeah yeah but smith was smith as old that, as balls <laughs> but when they made that flip ish yeah like, I think Talbot's, yeah, somewhere in the neighborhood of 30. So I guess. He just seems old. Seems like 10 years ago that the Oilers went on that playoff run. Yep. But Talbot's just one of those guys that it feels like he's he's a guy that can win you games if he has competent teams in front of him. And he didn't have a competent team in front of him for a long time in Edmonton. Yep. Then he went to Philly, and Lord knows they don't fucking have a competent team in front of them. And yeah. so it's like... I haven't heard much from Carter Hart this year. Is that for a reason? I think Brian Elliott's taken over. I don't know. That's, that's not checked, good, is it? Yeah. They were shopping Ghost Bear and... But it's not a bad thing. Like, everyone's, everyone thinks, like, if you're 22 and you're not starting, then you're not going to make it. It's like, goaltenders take forever. Where's Steve Mason? <laughs> he won a fucking Calder, didn't he? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. With the Columbus, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. No, he's gone. He's... But yeah. it's just like Anyways. like goaltenders take so long to develop. Yeah. And so it's like to expect them to make a jump. Like Carter Hart's the exception to the norm. Like and, he's but look at where he's at now this year. He's come back to earth, obviously. Which not is not that much. Like his numbers can't be that bad. No? No. If Brian Elliott's taken most of your starts though? 
Maybe he was injured for a bit. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that that's not yeah, We're the not case. in on the Philadelphia beat, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't come here for your fly. For your like Carter Hart, I don't think has been bad. Okay. No, like he's I apologize. 21 yeah. wins on the season, a 2-4-9 goals against, and a 9-10 save percentage. Okay, well then bad. I apologize. That was like way out of left field on my part. Like He's, he's just been not fun. the rookie anymore, I guess. He's no, just kind of. He's just a dude. He's just One average. He's not Elvis. Yeah. Goalies are a different beast, though, now. Look at Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell is supposed to be the Best goalie outside of North America, well, outside yeah. of the NHL, when he was drafted in top, he was eleventh, I think. Yeah, I, with yeah. Uh, Dallas. Just junior stats do not, you know, no, do not translate into to major success. I mean, like Keeley. You look at Keeley. Have you guys looked at Matt Keeley's stats when he was a junior? Oh yeah, like we incredible. lived it. insane. We lived it. right, mm-hmm. and just like doesn't mean he wasn't going to be a good professional goalie. Maybe he just didn't get the the shot to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Tyler I think, Bunn, Stuart Skinner, like some of the great WHL goalies we've seen in the last dozens of years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they like, barely getting a crack in the A. It's a whole different level. If you look at Mads this year, like sure he's having a struggling season, but he's still got a lot of years to figure it out to get it to 100%. the professional li- level. He's got the build and uh, I think he's got the work ethic to get there. Uh, yeah, like you said, just goalies are they're a different beast. Mm-hmm. They take a lot longer than yeah than we like because I mean we see so many players now in the league that jump in so fast. Yeah, but goaltenders aren't usually like that. You brought up Stuart Skinner, and I was like, what is he doing? He's it, he's we, in the East Coast, or he was yeah. splitting time in the East Coast and at Bakersfield. Yeah, and his numbers aren't good. No, they're he, not good. No, he, I was chatting about, to Joe about that just before we got on on uh, Thursday, and yeah, like because he faced him many times as a member of the Hurricanes and. Um, yeah, like he was fantastic for them and won so many awards. And like you said, it's just the stats don't mind. You, I will a, say he's in Bakersfield jump. where like, fuck me. They barely have defensemen in Edmonton. I don't know who the okay. hell's playing in front of them down there. Yeah. <laughs> like I will say that. Like, I mean, a lot of their Philip AHL Broberg. guys, like, yeah, right. Like a lot of the <laughs> AHL guys yet? for the Oilers are now with the Oilers. Right. Yeah. Like the Ethan Bears and Caleb Joneses. Yeah, that's right. They graduated up. Yeah. They're not going down there. There's only like soon. Evan Bouchard down there. Right. And he won't be there long. No. By the probably the start of next year he'll be full time regular. Mm-hmm. Um okay. I think that's it for the NHL talk. Uh NBA wise, as I wave my paper around, I don't know why I did that. Um Steph Curry comeback was supposed to be tonight. We they had it marked on the calendar with a big red star, but got pushed back to sometime later in March. So no big rush there. Um, would have been nice to see him. Why play that's, some more games? But that's, a, that's, that's a significant amount of time. Yeah. That's like Shea Weber Edmonton or Montreal deal. It's like he's out for the season. He's out for a few days. He's back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, how the fuck did he go from pl- playing tonight to getting pushed back for a month? Yeah, that should have been an update. I guess. Why is he even playing? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, What's we, there to play for? We kind of talked about it when the announcement first came down the pipe. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's very strange. And, yeah, why the rush? They're already losing. Get these young guys some more minutes and get Wiggins going. Mm-hmm. Let him be the star alongside Draymond and then load it up for 2021. Assuming they're healthy, they're going to be, like, the best team again, right? Oh, it's going to be on the come up for so. sure. Because who, who would you go after? What? You get a high pick. What position would you go after? Oh, like a power? A it's hard to say because I haven't actually honestly seen a big draft board right. in the last... But there even hasn't been a lot of talk about different guys this year. No, there's a guy, um, I think it's Greg Anthony's son, Cole Anthony. He's oh, yeah. a point guard. Probably projected to be at least top five. Is Sharif O'Neal? 
Um, Jackson. Oh, I know he had back surgery. So no, he had a heart thing. Oh, that was yeah. It. Yeah, was, never mind. Yeah, yeah. He had like a, it was a lot scary. He's recommitted. To, I think he's going to LSU now. So he actually hasn't oh. started his collegiate. He was going to UCLA. Yes. And, and then, then he had to, he decommitted, and then they found the heart thing, and now he's getting reclassified or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, so the only thing name I kind of rings the bell is Cole Anthony. But March Madness coming up. We're going to hear all about oh, yeah. uh, the star players and them carrying their team to a, a sweet 16 or lead eight, whatever. That's always fun. Because yeah. they, they have the ability. They can just draft a positional lead, right? Like they don't, Or they could just take like the best player available and, and then, then trade them. Flip that for a yeah. star. Yeah. Because it wouldn't be Kinda surprising like if like – Say, one of the like a point guard or a shooting guard becomes the most highest sided player in the draft. Yeah, like wouldn't be stunning if you see that get flipped to a team and then they get a big back. Or right? yeah, even like not even just draft the player, even on draft night, yeah, swap the picks. picks. That's what it is. Like Boston and Philly, yeah, like, and then just get a player back with it as well, and or multiple firsts or mm-hmm. whatever. Like they yeah. can stockpile for after. Like yeah, they, they're in a good spot, even mm-hmm. though this has been a severe down year. They're in a just fine spot. So. Yeah, because maybe you don't need an elite player to step into that top five. Maybe we talked about maybe it. Maybe like, two or three role guys that can be your six, seven, eight, nine guys. Because they haven't had a bench even during their run. It was out. It was the five included. I guess Andre Godala was kind of your bench, and yeah. then yeah, what did you have there? Like there was nothing. It was a scrapyard. So uh, it's interesting. Um, I think they'll be just in a fine spot for however long they want to continue with the the big. Two slash three slash Wiggins is in there now and a potential top whatever pick. So mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting. Uh, Zion, you mentioned when, when Zion first came to the league, Lance, that you weren't interested until he knocked your socks off with some big highlights. Yep. How's 10 straight games with 20-plus points as a don't teenager? You still don't care. Don't give a fuck. Socks are knocked off. because he hasn't dunked on somebody? Socks are no, knocked just, off for him. He's no. just too hyped for me. Too hyped. I just don't care. He's been Do fantastic. That's good. Do you hate him? No. Oh, you don't. No, hate you're him. just no. indifferent. Yeah, I'm just. I just don't care. Okay. I mean, he's also playing on a team that can't score anywhere else. So, I mean, like he's gonna get the ball a lot. So hey, they've got some players now. Okay. <laughs> I would I mean, like to see this team with Zion for a full season. It would have been a completely different Western Conference. Yeah, because I mean, they keep feeding the ball to Zion. I mean, what he does is he opens up things for other guys. Yeah. Because like, if you get a full season with Zion, then I mean. Now all of a sudden, everyone's scheming them, mm-hmm. and that opens things up for the rest of the teams. You can have a bunch of, I mean, like bench players, quote unquote, that could come in and seriously produce. Because I mean, he has that ability. Yeah. But yeah, so he scored 20, 20 points for the ten straight game. That's that's expected, I guess. Like, yeah. would you not expect that from him? Not considering the I didn't expect. Considering the hype. Really, considering the hype that's been around him, he didn't expect him to go out and, and deliver it. Well, LeBron didn't do that as a teenager. Okay. Yeah, Lance. So? He's cool. doing something I mean, the that game, LeBron the never game's did. Evolved. Yeah? The game's constantly evolving. To compare to one other player a decade, 15 years ago, as a rookie 20 years ago, it's just, uh, to, I don't know, it just doesn't mean much to me. That's okay. I, was, I wanted to bring it up because Lance yeah. was not sold on it when he first made his debut there. No, like he's good. He's really good. Yeah. I don't, I don't really care. I'm more impressed by the next thing that's listed. All right. Uh, Bradley Beal's got back-to-back 50-point games this week. That's impressive. He's the he's the only one who are can you, score for those are Wizards. Are socks knocked off? Yeah, that would be. Yeah. 
Uh, and then he got drug tested. I don't have socks. Because don't every, they got knocked off. <laughs> every wow. great performance needs a drug test after. Actually? Yeah, he got drug tested. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's uh, hilarious. Tweeted it out. So. Did they both, they'd lost both games though, right? Uh, for sure the first one, because that was against Milwaukee in overtime. I'm not sure what the second one was. I don't remember that game at all. Okay. But yeah, it very well could be. They're, <laughs> they need every one of his points. Like, like, that's he, insane. Could he be the one who turns 81? Like, could he get 81? He'd be close. Yeah. If he if they wanted him to. But like that would turn into like a Houston Rockets thing where it's just he throws up sixty shots and mm-hmm. see how many fall. But like if they wanted to do it, yeah. They could try and get him as many as they could. And can you believe that this guy did not make an all star team? Didn't make it. And Devin Booker didn't initially, right? Didn't make it initially, yeah. No, I'm not really sure how. Yeah. How he didn't. This guy. Didn't we have this conversation that they just kind of push their stars no matter how they're doing? True. This guy's a star, though. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you guys score 30 points a game in this league, like, you're a star. I don't really know how much run they get south of the border, though. The Wizards. Well, because they're not good. And without John Wall, he's been gone. But even, like, when, like, if they were, like, in a playoff spot, Mm -hmm. like, no one would really see him, right? So, like, yeah. He's kind of like. Not to the same level, but he's like Mike Trout-ish, where it's like he's one of the better players in the league and no one's ever heard of him. Yeah. Type deal. Yeah, no, I, I can Nolan definitely. Nolan Arenado. Yeah, Nolan Arenado yeah, is a good one. That would be I a guess. better one. Maybe, yeah. Similar. Like one, very similar. Because um, he's really good. Joel Embiid's out minimum one week with a shoulder injury. I'll pile that on top of the Ben Simmons back injury. Reevaluated in two weeks, but probably expecting a longer delay. Sixers are not looking good. If Without those two stars... Then it falls on the likes of Al Horford, Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris. Mm-hmm. You can't really trust those. <laughs> no, no, not really. I mean, it's the East, but I mean, they're falling. They're going to be falling if that's the case. If it's long term with either of those guys, so that's yeah. But if they're back for playoffs, like that's going to be not fun for whoever they play. Yeah, I mean, as a Raptors fan, I don't want to see them in a two-seven matchup if they fall down, which could happen. They could fall down. I mean, Kyrie's also out for the Nets, so mm-hmm. they would fall down, you'd think. I mean, who knows? Didn't what he's carrying a little bit, though. Yeah, and Karis LeVert's been good. So. He's been really good, actually. Yes, he has. He's um, been one that's been, like, exceptionally good. Like, wow. I'm more impressed with Karis LeVert. Over Zion? Maybe even more than Bradley Beal. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jeez. Like, like he's been playing some of the best basketball of his life. Yes, he has. That's, that's not a lie. No. No. But, I mean, like, he was highly touted this season, but nothing really happened for the first half, and now he's starting to like pick it up and consistently produce. They got a lot of guards on that team. They do. And it's kind of really lucky that injuries forced yeah. their way into Levert playing more minutes. Mm-hmm. Coming off of that really scary, was it an ankle or a knee when he busted up? That was just disturbing. Mm-hmm. He had one of those injuries mm-hmm. that you uh, look away from. Uh, and then this one really caught my eye. We talked about R.J. Barrett in the past couple weeks. Your boy. Yep. Uh, I didn't realize this. He's a natural righty, but he shoots lefty. Says it works out better for him. People tell him his form as a righty looks better, but he doesn't believe him. So he shoots lefty anyways <laughs> on the lowly Knicks. Do you think he should go back to righty, Lance? Do you have any message of words of wisdom for him? No, he's better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just thought your boy... No. I mean, if you've been shooting left, keep shooting left. I just—that's weird. If you're righty for, 
I mean, we talk about like being like ambidextrous and whatever, but um, I don't know to, to why. Physically for, it's like when Tristan Thompson tried to shoot free throws left-handed. Like out oh, of right. nowhere, that was a thing. That was a thing. Yeah, it might even still be a thing. I haven't watched a Cavs game to find out, but <laughs> interesting. <laughs> That's a good point. Like R.J. Barrett shooting left. Just if why would you? I don't know. Like how did? Maybe there's an advantage to shooting both ways. Maybe you can learn how to do both and whatever side he's on. Yeah, for know. some faders. I've never actually. I, I I don't think we would have to watch that close. I would assume that if he'd shot both ways that someone would have noticed already yeah like in a game someone would have noticed and like because social media is what it is we would all know by now i don't think he shot lefty in duke like at duke i would i think i would have known that i watched a lot of the duke games with I him and zion i think don't think he did you think he did mm-hmm. he shot left yeah really i think so God. can you pull up a video i'll pull up a video because i think he did okay but yeah. like in any case like why would you even that game against Taco Fall in the uh, NCAA tournament, that was a barn burner. Yeah. We, we watched that in studio. Yeah. <laughs> um, that That's was just a- interesting. Like, because why would someone teach you that way? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, why would someone teach you, oh, what way, like, what handedness are you? Mm-hmm. Well, I write with my right hand. Okay, let's teach you how to shoot left. Maybe because, like, naturally, inherently, you're just going to know how to shoot right. I don't know. Yeah. He shot left. He's yeah. a lefty at Duke? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Hmm. Okay. Well, there's got to be more to there's it. There's way more to this story. More to it than we know. Keep tuned for that one. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. We're going to bring him back people. with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, get some audio. Oh, great. His top 10 plays. Oh, okay. good. Okay. You will enjoy that. Okay. Um, not too much to report from uh, NFL side of things. The draft combine is underway. Guys running fast and bench pressing and doing those... Punters bench pressing. Sh- are they? Did you see that? I have not seen that. One punter got in on the bench press. Okay. And he beat like a handful of linemen. Get out of here. What? Yeah. Next Pat McAfee, that's for sure. He's going to be a character. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember how many linemen he beat exactly. It wasn't many. It was like that's two what, or three. That's fine. That but, beat a lineman. That's but he did cool. beat linemen. I think only a handful of running backs outbenched him. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. But he was like the only punter, obviously, to sign, like to throw his name into bench press. That's crazy. Because like, why would you? I wish we could pull up his name. Uh, I'm sure if you just type in punter bench press at NFL Combine, yeah, all right, you're gonna find Could what you're the phone out for. again. Um, also, Tony Romo making 17 million dollars a year on his new CBS deal Worth alongside every penny. Jim Nance. Every single isn't penny. he fantastic? He's the best. Yeah, he's the he's the best thing to happen. To football, to sports outside broadcasting, of play, outside of the players, like yeah. outside of the player, is it? Do you got it? Yeah. Okay. Michael, Michael Turk. Michael Turk. Michael Turk. Arizona State. I think he went off for like twenty-five reps. Yeah. Twenty-five at two twenty-five. Two twenty-five. Holy hell, that guy! <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and he's a punter. I don't want him to be tackled in the open field. Isn't that great? That is amazing. But Good like, on him. That's kind of brilliant in a sense because it's like you see like Taysom Hill yeah. plays like 17 positions. Uh-huh. Like if you as a punter can also like provide value somewhere else. You like get I, a spot. I don't I don't know what he could possibly uh, like what else he could be doing like playing special teams, I don't know. Yeah, basically. Like when like on kickoffs maybe? Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> but yeah, that video is incredible. He just C- goes on. He's got the jaw just going. And what you can hear, a little like, bit of back arch on that one. It gets hype as hell in there. Does it? Like, guys are cheering him on like crazy. It's it's nuts. Because it's a punter. And then he just yeah. walks it off. <laughs> he gets up and just, like, 
strolls out. That's incredible. Yeah, that's great. God. That's good. That was my favorite thing from that's the combine. That's a great poll because I did not catch that. Or some other, I can't remember who he was. He was like six, 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 seven, three hundred. Yeah. He ran the 40 in like five seconds flat. Yeah, one of the top centers. I saw that yeah. highlight. Oh, that's insane. Five, four. That's a truck. He's moving. So now that when we're doing our kicking during the summer, we got to bench 25. Oh, that's 25. true. I still want to really do this. Well, we're doing it. Yeah. I really want to practice. Like that's gonna. It's just that's such a commitment to kick every day for it, like months. Yeah, I bet you we're underestimating how sore our legs are gonna be after the. Oh, first I know how sore they're gonna be. Few days on top of leg days. Yeah. Oh, but we like we can't just be kicking. If no, I kicked yeah. every day in the summer, like if we set some time in August, like how far could I consistently make kicks? Accurately, <laughs> like from like the thirty. Yeah, like mm. thirty yard kicks. Well, what's consistently? What do you like? If seven I out of ten? Like, yeah. Eight out of ten? Like, yeah. Like, passable. I th- well, nowadays, like, you can miss you eight have kicks a year. <laughs> yeah, but, like, most guys are automatic t- from, like, anything inside 40, right? Yeah. So, the, we'll say that. Automatic from anything inside 40. Once you get outside of 40, then it gets dicey. <laughs> yeah. I th- I wonder I how how consistent yeah. I could get. I also wonder over the yeah. summer. We're gonna we're gonna help you. How though? Get that goal. How? We need to find some kind of way to get committed to that. Okay, just commit. I don't own a football, and I don't know where <laughs> yeah. goalposts are. <laughs> you live in where? There's no soccer down in the by Mavericks. I live in the flats. Yeah, in the flats. Okay. Um, if you go up the hill to Crescent Heights, we can go to Crescent Heights High School. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know how roughly like, and this is also the thing. Like, it's just an approximation of how far away I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, when you start nailing them, we'll find you a, a full-fledged uh, football field. I feel like the goalposts are going to be a lot higher than I than I expect. <laughs> you know, like I feel yeah, like you got to yeah, get it up. I feel like it's the not bottom of the goalposts is going to be like much higher than I thought. Uh, yeah, you gotta. I gotta. You do gotta jump get and hit it. Like it's yeah. it's up there. All right. It's well, we're going to try. I think yeah. I can do it. Okay. All right. There's our summer. We'll make it our summer goal. We talked about this now. I for, believe it. We have to make this happen. Uh, quickly, we'll we'll run through some of these spring training, MLB stuff. Uh, the Astros players are already getting beaned. I think I heard like seven times. That last first, count, yeah. First handful of games. Yep. So uh, what we talked about last week, Lance, is already coming true. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to happen already. Teams are going for it. All right, Corey. thanks, Corey. Yeah, sorry. I, yeah. Was that a burp there? Yeah. I okay. Just, just... Uh, you never did get your side of things on, because we were talking about, like, what kind of retribution they're going to get, not only on the road, because they're going to hear it from most stadiums, but even at home, like, they're not going to get the same joyous reception, I, at least in my opinion, that uh, they've gotten in years past, and, I mean, players have gone out and verbally said like they're we're gonna hit these guys we're gonna hurt them like yeah. I think it's gonna be just a dog fight all year to get past this or what like what do you think about so that I guess I got two things one have you guys do you guys know any Astros fans and B to that like if you do have you asked them how they feel because I'd, I'd be interested to know how they actually feel about this are they happy they got the championship and whatever happened happened or do they are they against it I, I would assume so. I personally don't well, know. Any. You got to assume, right? Like yeah. I don't. Know, I don't know any Astros fans. No, like, it's. I would assume a Astros rare fans team are to okay like. with it. Yeah. Yeah, you still have your title. Yeah, they'd be uh, happy. I guess. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I, like I just don't know if they'll. 
they'll boo it. They'll get booze at home. I don't think so either. I don't think so. I don't know. I, like I'd be interested to ask an Astros fan. Yeah. Um, well, when we were talking about like they're going to start their season out in uh, Anaheim, so you know Dodgers fans are going to be out there and uh, and giving them the gears for sure. Yeah. After the way the last few uh, CSs have you know played out in the World Series and whatnot, so um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see. Like, and we talked about it. Like, could be also beneficial for baseball in general. Ratings could go up. You want to see what happens to these Astros. Um, kind of all the way around. They might be secretly, very, very secretly applauding this whole scenario. Yeah. A little bit of conspiracy talk. Yeah. Who knows? Um, yeah, and then I guess my second question, or I guess statement would be, if I were the Astros, you got to keep every game within one or two runs. <laughs> because once that game is above five runs, mm-hmm. later than the seventh, oh boy. Yeah, turn your backs. Coming out. Turn your backs. We talked. The game's about, already out of hand. We like, talked about gotta, it with. Yeah, the starters. We don't think the starters are gonna really risk kind of that kind of a punishment. But Joe Blow called up <laughs> from AAA. Could Why be getting a, they, right? a seventh inning. See, I think the opposite. Those guys are. They got a pitch to to stay. Like, why wouldn't Clayton Kershaw? The reason go I say that you? is because if the league's already made it like a statement that like there's going to be penalties to players right. that go and do this. If you get or a call up, think of the respect you get immediately from the league, like the other players, the fans and your clubhouse <laughs> and the fans too, like But like you get yeah. so much respect immediately when you do something like that. Yeah. Like if I was a call up, my first games against them, fuck yeah, I'm tagging the first guy I see within reason as long as it's not like a, a close scenario. Yeah. If it's like if it's a blowout, but it's odd that it'd be an odd case where the AAA player gets a close scenario, right? They're usually coming in when it's That's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. They're not facing yeah. they're not getting high leverage spots. So yeah. like like those instances are going to happen. I just think more relievers are going to do shit like that. Like I don't think maybe a starter will here and there. They'll pick a spot obviously. Clevenger Clevenger yeah. wants blood hard. Well, yeah, he does. Yeah, but he's also we, we talked about he could be fake tough too. But like a lot of them are just like super methodical, right? And so like, like a starter is gonna have a, a scenario and a spot where he says he'll in theory do it, like fifth inning, two outs, no one on. Yeah, like it's gonna be very exact times. Mm. But like, I was just surprised that they've already started. Yeah, I thought it'd be a little bit later into spring training, but. Yeah, well, maybe this is where the those starters get their revenge out. Yeah, they get their matter. their hits Literally. in early and get oh, it. They're gonna want to get them out when it matters. Oh yeah. Well, well when yeah. the lights shine the brightest, you get a Sunday night baseball with the Astros and whoever else. Hundred percent. That's when they. That's when they're really gonna get amplified. Players aren't dumb. They know. They know when the most people are watching. They know when it's gonna make the most headlines. They the know when it's gonna make media. the biggest statement. Yeah. yeah. And I only know that because that's what I would do. <laughs> like, if, if it was a Sunday Night Baseball and I had the ball, I'm tagging somebody on the Astros 100%. Yep. Um, Logan Morrison thinks he's a borderline all-star when healthy. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> Logan Morrison had, like, two good seasons. Yeah. 
maybe. Yeah. Were they that? Well, they, they were good for, for him. For sure, one. Yeah. yeah. But wasn't like super, super good. Anyway, no. I found that funny. Well, yeah. I think he's like a... He's got a minor league deal right now with Milwaukee, I believe. Oh, wow. He's a power hitter that can't hit for average, which is like what the MLB is now, but yep. he's not very good at it. There's guys <laughs> yeah. that are better at <laughs> doing it. <laughs> yeah, like, he was ahead of his time, but now everyone's better than yeah. him at that. Uh, and then two quick injury notes. Chris Sale won't be ready for opening day. Not that big of a deal because Boston is not expected to be in the playoff. That's play. a huge deal. You think so? That was the only starter they had. Well, I know, but... Now they have like Eduardo Rodriguez and that's yeah, it. Where's Rick Porcello? Oh, yeah, Ricky. Ricky Porchetta? Is he there anymore? I think he's in the Mets. Oh, yeah, oh, he yeah, signed he a one- or two-year deal with the Mets in the offseason. Cy Young winner right there. Going back. Um, Fucking trash. I mean, I, it's just my opinion. I don't think he's they're like he's not going to be the, the guy who carries into the playoffs. Who? In that division, they're going to be third. Who's second? Mm-hmm. Tampa. Maybe. Oh, okay. I don't, still, know, like, I don't know. Wild card. Boston still doesn't like to lose. And so, like, Sure, their position that's players tough, losing are good, sale. but yeah, pitching, that's tough. I guess. I mean, I mean, assuming that he's not going to be out too terribly long, but is the bigger blow Severino with the Yanks? No, no, because they're sale. just going to chug along. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Lawazaga will come in for a little bit. Like they didn't have him last year. Yeah, and they still did it all right. Yeah, but they've and also they've lost. Had, they've had the off season to get more players. Yeah. yeah. They also yeah, lose. Paxton's out right now. Jermaine, right? Jermaine's on the suspension. Herman. Yeah. 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 I don't even know his name. Yeah, he's My bad. suspended for 60, 70 games. Or okay, like that. so a big chunk of it. Yeah, and then you, you have Paxton from a couple weeks ago. So, yeah. I mean, that, that rotation is not good either, though. I almost argue that's worse because the Yankees are going to need to. They have a lot more expectations, I find. I disagree. Okay. I, I don't think they're going to be all that concerned with who's on the mound. To be completely honest, they still have one of the best bullpens in baseball. All they need is five innings, and that can come from literally anybody. I, yeah. I might if I went out there and gave up four runs in five innings, they'd be like, "That's good." Yeah, we'll score thirteen. <laughs> like, because <laughs> that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, pinpoint control that Lance Stahl has. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but no, it's. Hey, we're gonna. I mean, add, Severino being out sucks, but yeah, we're gonna add Delance's skills. Not only he's got the pinpoint accuracy, we're gonna have the kicking skills in there. I'm gonna mm-hmm. have kicking skills. He's gonna have a multi-sport athlete on our hands. True. Also, I wanted to ask you, Corey, because you're you were a catcher. Yeah. If you're facing Houston, are you dropping the sign to being somebody? You definitely have one in the. In I know the you have you one. Do? You have one ready. Oh yeah. Oh, but oh, are you? Well, you always have one ready. Are I, you? Are you calling it? Because as a pitcher, I want it. Well, it depends. I don't know. Pitcher-catcher relationships are always so weird. It depends on the person. They the person. So there's sometimes where... But you're eventually going to see ba- a guy that wants it. Like, you're eventually going to be catching for a guy that wants that sign. Yeah. So, like, I'd six have inning, one. two you outs, holds all the card. One. Like, six inning, two outs, no one on, do throw it out. See, I don't know. I... D- because that's the different dynamic. If is I the, a, the catcher's in control of, of yeah. what's being called, right? Yeah, but the pitcher is The gonna, pitcher can go rogue and just do whatever he wants. The pitcher's going to take the backlash no matter what. So exactly. I think in this scenario, if I was a catcher, I'd love to say I'd have one and have the power, but I wouldn't want to give a sign the pitcher does the deed and then is all of a sudden suspended 20 games and be the reasoning for that. But you also know that, you know like, I mean? okay, so say that happens and a dude get suspended, lose his salary. Yeah. Like, you already know that the catcher's going to pick up half of it if he calls a sign. 
Yeah. Because they're going to get in on that together. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like... Uh, what was your original question? Like, as a catcher... <laughs> would you have a sign? No, not would you have it. Would, would you call, call it? it? Uh, or would you just I leave it up know. to the point? What I, team I am I? Am I? Who am I? It doesn't just just you as a person. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me no. as a person. I don't care what team I'm on. I'm throwing at them. Yeah, yeah. We we'd make a good uh, see. Good so you duo would call there. It. You would call it. Yeah, probably. Good man. I'd That's, probably call. I it. really Love didn't think he was going to say that. Me neither. No. I'm glad I'd probably did. call it every pitch. <laughs> And uh, just to like keep the pitcher, like, you would call you know. it every pitch and not know what's actually coming. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Glove. <laughs> Fuck, that would be a nightmare. Yeah. Um, Corey a- with his thirteenth pass ball of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Signs keep getting crossed up. I'm not sure why. Live yeah. looking from center field, like just putting down the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would definitely be the signal too. It would be. Yeah, that is the signal. Is it? Yeah, Maybe just like something like that. <laughs> Oh god! And we just dropped the middle finger when we were throwing throwing at somebody. Really? Yeah. Even at you threw like, at people. Great, great. Oh, 10? we had some battles. What? I never, I never called a signal to throw at a batter. I called a signal to throw at an umpire once. <laughs> and I felt oh yeah, terrible. That's brutal. The old, the old fake pitch out. Yeah. Oh, got our signs crossed. Oh, up. sorry. Hits sorry, the umpire blue. Right. In the yeah, yeah. Square up. Felt terrible. Sorry, blue. Sorry, I was blue. So psyched to do it. I was like, <laughs> we're gonna fucking do this, and then boom. See, I'm that's like, when that falls oh, on I'm you. So sorry. That's when it falls on the catcher, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because the catcher wears the heat, and then. Yeah. Uh, it either goes you're one not or getting two a ways. call after that. Yeah, it either goes like, okay, you're getting calls, or you're never getting another borderline one the rest of the game. Eh. But yeah, no, we had a sign when I was playing. <laughs> it was a middle finger. Oh. And if you get, if you got the middle finger, you tagged him like just above the ass, right in the small of the back. But that's the problem, right? They're going to be aiming a little bit higher than that. Potentially. Well, they uh, they they might, but they're older than me, and they can make their own decisions. They're grown ass men. That's true. But yeah, that was our sign. All right. Wow. I, if it was like Altuve, I'd go for his ankle <laughs> because he's small. Break his foot. Take away no, some. Take, take away, away an speed. aspect of his game. Oh, yeah. good point. Yeah. And right. uh, don't float curveballs at guys. I've already yeah. seen. Like I saw a couple videos of like the guys on Houston that were getting hit in spring training and pitchers were throwing curveballs out. Well, it might be the to save their face to say they just maybe yeah, I got, know. got away from him. Like, stop that. Just throw a fucking 95 at him. Yeah. Colby yeah. wants to end it. Let's hit just, him with a fastball. We gotta ball. get out of here. No, we don't. <laughs> fastballs! <laughs> That's gonna put a wrap on episode 40. Fastballs to the ankles. Yeah, you yeah. wanna hurt somebody? Alright, well, yeah. You wanna hurt out you. Yeah. In their ankle? Yeah. That's fine. Get stronger ankles. Wear a shin guard. <laughs> Hit them in the 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 ring finger, <laughs> so they can't wear the ring anymore. Yeah, that'll that'll show. That'll show them. That'll show them. Especially Altuve and his wife, right? Oh, they got a little testy relationship. Anyways, find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash On the Board Podcast. We're on Twitter at On the Board Pod, and we're also on YouTube. You can watch our lovely faces talk about sports each and every week. That's it, gentlemen. Yeah. All wow. Right. For Lance Dahl, Corey Bacoskis, Colby McKee, signing off. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to On the Board. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform. And find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ontheboardpodcast. Yes! Yes!